massive dong era. Massive dongs. The massive of such thickness. The bucks have massive dongs of thickness. Christian dongs. Chastity belts. Yeah, big Christian dongs. I don't know. That's what I heard. I mean, Jesus blessed them with many gifts, many large penises. Yeah. Welcome back to the IWC Nation, guys. (laughs) I'm Matt. That's uh, the birthday boy, Jason Roush. Hola. Mr. David Downs, to my right. Eh? How's your week going, guys? Yep, about right. Uh, yeah, about yeah. Right. Uh, That's about right. It's about right. So uh, let's jump right into uh, like the biggest non-wrestling related story today. LeBron James signs a four-year, $153 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers on the first day of free agency. Well, good. I'm just glad that he left no, like, and there's no anticipation, there's no decision. He won't do that shit again. Okay, I think he learned from the Yeah, I was going to say, I think he learned his lesson from that. I think that. not being 22 helps out a lot. Yeah, that helps, that helps out tremendously, I think. And I think he just, you know, he has, well, he has all his kids now and shit, and it's like, he just doesn't want the media, all that media attention on them, probably. And like you said, he's older now, so. Yeah. Well, also, this time, I don't think he really wanted to look clear. I think this time it was... It sounds like he has Dan along with Dan Gilbert. Gilbert's- yeah, and everybody knows Gilbert's a shit owner. Anybody who follows the NBA, I mean, you know, listen to Stephen A., you listen to fucking Colin Cowherd, anybody, they all, they all, the constant, one thing's con- consistent is Dan Gilbert is a fucking pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he has never got, uh, he never got hit over the butthurt from LeBron leaving the first time. It's like, dude, he came back and got you a championship, and you're still going to be a cockboy? Like, what is your problem? Dan Cockboy (laughs) Gilbert. Like, really? It makes no sense to me. I got to wonder how Kyrie feels about all this now, because Kyrie was there in Cleveland. LeBron shows up. Yeah, he gets a title, but then he gets run out of town. Just have LeBron completely dismantle his team and then leave. Well, no, I think you have that characterization. I think the story when Kyrie was sick of being treated as LeBron's younger brother, he forced his way out of town. He wasn't forced out. He forced his way yeah, out Yeah, out but of town. he wouldn't have forced his way out of town if LeBron hadn't shown up. He probably, he, he, he he probably would have stayed in Cleveland for a while. He would continue to win 20 games a year without LeBron there. Yeah, and, well, and one of the things there. that also is, you know, I think that also drove Kyrie out is that LeBron is infamous for being known as the the player executive. Yeah. And I don't understand why this is a thing in the NBA now, and I, I kind of wish it wasn't. Because it's a player-driven league, dude. I, I mean, if you have a superstar, he owns your fucking dick. Uh, that's kind of crazy. But that's why I like teams like Utah. I don't want to like the t- fucking Utah Jazz because their fans are a bunch of cocksuckers and racist as shit. God, man, you've... I've heard... I, I gotta point out, on the subject of basketball, I thought it was really funny how the two whitest teams in the NBA, as far as, you know, like, demographically, uh, and, ge- and, ge- and I guess geography-wise, too, the the Bucks and the Jazz both picked white guys in the first round. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, uh, the Jazz, of course, picked Grayson Allen. That's yep. obvious. Yep. And then the fucking uh, Bucks pick uh, that kid from Villanova, who's probably a pretty good shooter, this big-ass Italian guy. But that's just the most the most obvious picks ever for those two markets. Well, and if you look it's at their Wisconsin, te- if you look yeah. at their fucking teams, man, they they're like predominantly white. Yeah, well, even the, the Maver- bases are predominantly white. Well, the so. Mavericks went through a phase where we had a lot of white people on our team too. Yes, it was kind of weird. I mean, Dirk is the greatest player in your team's history. He's literally the final solution. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> he was. He was, a, he was a piece that brought everything together. I mean, he's a god, dude. I worship him. You don't understand. I got I was royally drunk the year they won the fucking finals. I got kicked out of two bars. And the second one, well, well, the thir- I was actually in the third bar, bar by that one. They just let me stay in, but I had to stop running around the bar like, and waving my jersey like a fucking maniac. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I was a fair. little... I was ex- fair from, from the restaurant perspective. Yes. I was in, <laughs> once I, like, calmed down and sat down, I explained myself. He said, you gotta understand. Sean Bradley, okay? Sean Bradley. I started talking you about... <laughs> Sean Bradley. <laughs> you gotta understand. Right? I said, I, what I've seen. I gotta start talking about... I said, I grew up on Space Jam and Sean Bradley. I said, you don't that understand. That was the highlight of our team. I'm like, you don't understand what I... We drove Jason Kidd, probably one of the best fucking players ever, out of town. And Jim Jackson. And? Well, he was a douchebag. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Mashburn, too, for that matter. And Mashburn. You get Sean Bradley for your trouble. Isn't that it's nice? Just, it was just it well, was yeah, painful. That, yeah, it's true when you think about it that way. Yeah, <laughs> when you were a kid, the only thing you had to look forward to was Sean Bradley. It was brutal. So, you know, I started to like, I like you know, so I, I watched the, the Magic and the, the Bulls as, like, my side teams because the, the Mavericks was just painful. 
Yeah. It was just painful. That's like being a Padre fan. <laughs> it was, it was but brutal. we had Tony Gwynn yeah, Tony in the Gwynn, early years, yeah. and now we have nothing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, and we did also have Trevor Hoffman. And it was, really sucks is our owner... Second tier, uh, you know, Hall of, Fame, Hall of Fame type guy. Tony Gwynn's in that oh, yeah. upper tier... Upper tier tier. Yes. Yeah. The big dong hood of that man. God. Uh, but our owner's also a cockboy, too. Mark sucks. Cuban? You like Mark Cuban? I do not. I love I, that guy. He's so he, funny. He's he funny as fuck sometimes, but he also is just so obnoxious. I'll tell you about it later. Oh, I think I did hear about that. Where he, Mark Cuban loans you Yeah, I think yeah. I heard about that Yeah, shit. yeah. I've gotten right. two loans from Mark Cuban. Seriously? It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking like hilarious. And i got to pay it back within 10 days. Uh, did, did, did you pay it back within 10 days? I did. Oh, good. Yeah. Wow. The problem is, and you know, uh, I know Mark Key was not listening, but goddammit, I paid four ninety nine to get my money within eight hours, and both fucking times it took a day and a half. Give me back my $10. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. You know, That's fair. I, I mean, I think, that, I think if, yeah, if you're paying that, you should... I don't think I want to go to war with Mark Cuban, Matt. I don't know. He, he does have But, a you know, back in that subject of actual... As long as he runs for president... We're cool. That'd be great. I would love to see I'll that. I'll vote for him because if we've thrown uh, out, you know, qualifications. Oh, for no, presidents. no. At this point, might as well. Just, I, I mean, mean, The Rock, get him fucking signed up. Yeah. I can't do Our that. Our friend Steve Spakusa, he registered for the uh, nomination, you know, for yeah. nomination. He's you know what? My children. Legitimately, you can You know what's, you know what's funny? My children told me I should run for office, and I laughed. I'm like, uh, I don't believe in God. I'll never get elected. So uh, it's not Bro, happening. You, you're yeah. already on the verge of terrible things. I don't think you need that kind of oh, stress. Oh, public on top office, of it. dude, would be like the worst thing ever for me. It would be like. Jason has anger problems, everybody. I don't think it's a secret. I would probably assault, like. Yeah, you just assault John. <laughs> you just, just assault Mitch McConnell. I don't think I could be in a room with Mitch McConnell or Ted Cruz and not punch them in their face. Well, Ted Cruz faces. has the most punchable face. It's like those old yeah. days of, like, pre Civil War where, like, the. The, the, I challenge him to a duel. He had like little little fights and on the on the on the Senate floor. Why not? Why not? Why not? Right? Fuck it. Fuck it. This man. becomes brutal. I yeah. mean, it's, it's got Donald Trump's America. Yeah. Yeah. God, God we are fucked. Yeah. yeah sorry to bring. Fucked. Sorry to deflate that, guys. Pretty fucked. Pretty yeah, fucked. The we are fucked. Duck, duck. Back to how we somehow got to Donald Trump bought a basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember now. But anyway. Um, I almost spilled beer on West, all of you guys. Western Conference is going to be fun for the next couple of years. Uh, the Eastern Conference is going to be horseshit. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's the, the Celtics. Celtics. It's the Celtics. And maybe if Philadelphia... Yeah, and Philadelphia. Together yeah. And, and, ...and Joel Embiid plays... Give me give me 65, Joel. I'm not even going to ask him for 82. Yeah, 65. The Sixers are going to be the only real challenge there. The only problem is that they need someone to bring it all together. And, and I'm yeah, sorry, and but you, add, you, you add Gordon Hayward and you uh, you add Kyrie. I'm sorry, but Philadelphia is still a few years away from contending with that. Yeah, they're not going to. Yeah, it's not, not even those two, but you had those two, and they got to the finals, conference finals, without those two. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at there. Like, that's scary. That's like adding two well, high-level all-stars to a team that almost has been consistently good, LeBron. too, with Stevens. And that's why I give more of the credit too honestly is the coach i feel mm. like brad stevens is really the best coach in the nba right now he, he's 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 got he's built that team really well it's like you give him anything and he'll make it work and the better player you give him the the better the results will be it's uh it i really am excited to see hayward get to play with that team because it was what 15 seconds into the season he literally he, broke his leg in half 15 seconds into the season he, terrible man it was oh. the most incredible thing i've ever seen and then later after that, uh, Rudy Gobert, his former teammate, him singing these Jose and Loyal. Because uh, there is no chill. There's no chill. <laughs> no there. chill. No. Rudy Gobert, yeah, he has no chill. It's fucking better. That resembles chill with him. Oh, God. That's brutal. So, um, yeah, I think uh, for the next three to four years, it's going to be uh, between the Warriors, the Rockets, and the Lakers. In the West. That yeah, means... and I think next year it's going to be Warriors and, and Rockets because the Lakers are going to have to have gel yeah. for a year. Well, they're going to have to find <coughs> someone, too, to play with. Them. There's also stuff about they might trade for Kawhi Leonard somehow. It's I still... think, I, I have a feeling they're going to, I mean, even might, might even go as far as cutting Lonzo Ball. I might as well just get the I don't meat. see Lonzo Ball. I mean, LeVar can't be allowed in the building. No. LeBron's not yeah. even going to go for it. LeBron, LeBron will literally kill. I could see him literally murdering LeVar Ball with his yeah. bare Okay, well, then let's, let's go through with this. Let's. I'm, I'm just saying, as a Mavericks fan, I need to get KY Jelly ready. 
Yeah, next. you're gonna get in the ass. Dude. Oh yeah, no, the next four. Oh, just uh, hey, you're not yeah. a you're not a Spurs fan. Oh, God. Be a Spurs fan. Be a Spurs fan. I mean, they've been really, really fucking spoiled for twenty years. Yeah. Well, the Spurs. This is true. The Spurs need to. They get. They have Their to fan find, base is about to get a rude fucking awakening. Well, what they need to do, they, <laughs> gotta, they have to make sure they absolutely maximize whatever they get for Kawhi Leonard. They got to get as many first round draft picks as possible and just build it like the Celtics rebuilt that team after they broke up the big What's going to be yeah. funny is the you know Spurs fans are going to. You know, a lot of them don't remember the uh, Dennis Rodman days. And, uh, oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, you're going to remember that shit remember real quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, even then, though, they still won games. Yeah, they, they were they bad. Got past the they, never, they never got past, like, the semifinals. They just never went correctly. Yeah. I just, but, you know, that was five championships before they won five championships. Yeah, before their dick screw a whole five inches. God. All right, guys. Let's get into wrestling, I suppose. Yeah. Um. So, uh, rumor has it Brock Lesnar not going to be at SummerSlam because, you know, that title is fucking worthless. So, well, what's, I know it, what's, what's it matter I'm anyway? not even sure what. I don't even care. I'm not sure what's truth and what's false with that entire situation anymore. You know, because they want to they want to push Roman in 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 this whole fucking narrative that they insist. And so they want the fans to hate Lesnar for not showing up, and they figure the less he shows up, it's going to make him. See, is off it that, or is it a UFC thing? But see, he still needs... Well, I just... I don't know. I just think that... I think some of this is, is bullshit, and some of it's true, and some of it... And whatever the real truth I is just in don't, between. I, and right? honestly, what it boils down to is I don't give a fuck either way. <laughs> like, I care more about the Intercontinental title, so it's like, okay, when the Universal title decides to show back up and Roman Wayne's event... Uh, Roman Reigns' Roman eventual... Roman Wayne's. Yeah. Whatever the fuck, win. you know, his name is. Wins it, eventually wins it. Then I'll start to see if maybe I give a shit because I, you know, I hate the guy, but at least the belt's gonna show up on the show every fucking yeah, week. It's true. So I'll, I'll I'd least, rather have the title. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd, I'll see the title every week. I'm not gonna enjoy seeing fucking Roman every week. I think it'd be great if they just retired the Universal title and just brought back the good old Winged Eagle, or no, the World title would be the gold, a big gold belt. The world heavyweight. I miss, I miss, I miss I that like goddamn thing. Belt. Yeah, just say, like, Lesnar took it with him to UFC and bring back the World Heavyweight Championship. Have a tournament for it, call it fucking day. Have Lesnar yeah. never show up again. That'd be oh, great. That would be awesome. Well, if he does show up, you're just going to get a piece of shit match. You he really are. He doesn't give a fuck. I mean, yes, okay, he cared against AJ. But that's just because it was AJ. And, and he even probably told him, look, you got to give this guy respect. He has a massive dick. Probably bigger than yours. Yeah. Probably. I was going to say, Heyman probably vouched for AJ, which... Said, you know, helped with Brock. Or, Bro- or Brock still has the whole mindset of when he's... Because, w- you know, he wrestled a, a classic with CM Punk. I just watched that probably six months ago again. Yeah. And that shit's fucking awesome. Well, it's yeah, like, it, it depends on who he's wrestling. It, it's, you know? it really does. He clearly doesn't give a shit about Dean Ambrose or Roman Reigns. But no. against a guy like AJ or fucking Seth, Punk. Seth and, John, Seth, you know, Seth and or, John Cena, triple threat was good. Yeah. And I'll say, even this year against Kane and Strowman, even though I, that was better than I expected it to be, to be honest. Strowman, I think, was just a case of Vince gave them orders and they couldn't do much outside of those orders. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, the time um, Vince was just steadfast on having Diesel pin Sean with one foot on him, just making the strong finish at WrestleMania yeah. 11, despite the fact that the fans were totally turned on Diesel at that point. Yep. And they kept telling Vince, if you have us do this, they're going to shit all over this entire thing. And that's and exactly did. what happened. Because Vince was just, he was, he, that was the only thing was going to let happen. And that's how the situation was with Brown and Lesnar. The whole goal of it was just to get Lesnar's F5 over. Are you yeah. trying to tell me that Vince McMahon is stubborn? Vince McMahon is the most stubborn human being probably in wrestling history. Well, he, let's transition from that into the next news because well, he uh, reportedly wants to spend 500 fucking up to, he expects, he said this to ESPN.com. Expects to spend upwards of five hundred million on the XFL. Yeah, this is what kills. Holy the, this is what's gonna kill the shit. This is what's gonna do it. Finally, you're finally gonna see a situation. Holy shit! Where the company will die, or Vince will be forced. Well, the wrestling world has never been more well equipped. Yeah, it's true. Yes, uh, I gotta say, say you know what? If there's a time for WWE to fall from its perch, it's now. Let Impact or ROH or oh, in, see, in ROH the, has got problems, and we'll get into that. Uh, but. Um, yeah, the 
That's just where his priorities are. Oh, no, no, no custom sets or fucking pyro for, our, you know, our, our hardcore fan base that made my millions. But, you know, I'll go ahead and spend $500 million on a second-rate football league that already failed once 20 years ago. It's been that long, too. Yeah. Kind of crazy how long it's been. They didn't even yeah. have a second season. No. No, they didn't. They, they folded And here's right the thing, though, them. is that Vince is going the exact opposite direction with this XFL, whereas the first one was all tits and ass and, you know, yeah, crazy this is, shit. This, he's trying to this legitimize this Trump shit. This, this is the Trump XFL, is what this is. This is, the, this is him trying to bring back the U.S. Uh, this is Trump Trump trying to bring back his version of the USFL that he wanted. Yep. And that caused a bet Trump's bankrolling that $500 million in some secret fucking back alley deal. Yeah. It wouldn't fucking shock me. I mean, justice. It's, ju- the, justice the taxpayers ca- are probably paying well, it. Let's at, be fucking honest. Look at we just came out. It just came out this fucking week about Justice Kennedy's son and how he's connected to Trump's family, and it's like, oh shit, that well, and this guy's just now retiring. That's pretty fucking yeah. coincidental. There's some no, shit there's going no on. There's no coincidence in this administration. <laughs> there, there's there just, is all, it, every, so much fucking. There's no gray area. Oh yeah, man, just, it is it, pretty it, much exactly what you think it is most, ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, exactly. that's why I, I can't wait to see the P. Well, I can't wait to let me phrase that. I don't want to see the P tape, but I can't wait for it to be out there so it's just confirmed. Dave I mean, watch it. The what tape? I probably uh, watch Trump it too. Trump P tape. I probably watch the it. The one the Russians apparently have. Oh, that. Oh. Yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? Why not? David, you'd watch it. Yeah, I would. There I, mean, I watch China. Get, I watch China get gang banged in a ring by a bunch of like fake wrestlers. So I mean, I, I, yeah, at least I, she I wasn't green skinned. He's green skinned. This is true. Right. There was the She Hulk. That was. Yeah. Um, the la- last couple bits of WWE news, and we can get that shit out of the way. Uh, Ziggler's still unsigned, and he's only about two months away from his contract coming up. So, Which is uh, why would they put? Please the belt- don't resign him. Let him go. Why would they else? put the belt on him? I don't. I mean. To entice him to resign, I get. I, but, I would imagine that's it. that's but, what it is. Yeah. But it's the same time. It's like, dude, you know they'll snatch that thing off you real fucking quick. I know. So it's it like, does, yeah. you know, he's looking at Cody Rhodes right now, going, "I can do the same type of thing." Ziggler Maybe could not the easily same go. But Ziggler can easily go on the indie circuit, re change himself, just to do what Drew Galloway did, basically. Yeah, just basically, re- yeah. And shift shift his demeanor just a smidge. Just keep his his gimmick the same, but. Well, I mean, the constant rumor right now is that, speaking of signings and whatnot, that they're about to offer the Elite a monster, monster fucking And news. Omega. I've heard rumors the, about yeah, that as well. And I just, um, you know. God, I fucking I can't hope not. see. And Cody. And Cody, supposedly. I can see Cody going back. I can see Cody going back. I can, because Cody is a businessman. First and foremost, yeah, he Are is. they going to try and redo the invasion angle from WCW, but um, do it right, no. and once again fuck it up, and all of a sudden fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin is on the side of the invaders? Yeah, he shows up. <laughs> Just Austin for no goddamn involved. reason. Austin somehow gets involved in this. <laughs> they probably actually have John Cena or Roman Reigns. No, it really fucking, insulted yeah. your intelligence is when they had Angle turnover, and I was like... That was what <laughs> went to shit for me, too. That I was, was like, like, um, what? I was like... <sighs> That didn't make a damn bit of sense. No. And, that, and that effectively killed Angle, oh like, ever God. getting a serious face push ever again. Yeah. Because the fans never really kind of forgave him for that. They I mean... Took, and they also never took it serious, him, him serious in that capacity to, to to get behind him in that manner, I think. Yeah. Let's be honest. They got a lot of borrowed time out Good of that Lord, Angle. Those that's where it, nice. the fans gave up on it. Because that Angle was shit long before that. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. It was poopster gold. Uh, and the last bit of WWE news, uh, this uh, this week was, past week, 20-year anniversary of Mankind and Taker, Hell in a Cell. So, a 20-year anniversary of Mankind almost dying. That's, Basically, that's, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, that I mean, is, that was great. I mean, that match made Bully's career, but... Yeah. That match is, like, you guys go back and watch old matches with a lot more ease than me. That is, like, the only one that I can go back and rewatch and then rewatch it again. Mm-hmm. Just, God, it's just the brutality... Well, you want to know why fucking, um, why Mick Foley's career ended so quickly, but there you go. It's, it's That's kind of stuff right there, you know? The guy was amazing, he had a great mind for the business, but dear God, the bumps he took were just, they were too much for any human. He gave too much of his body, and uh, I hope we, we get to keep Mick for a long time. But. Well, I think the fact that he quit early on, well, I mean, that's the thing, though, he, he kept coming back, you know? And he basically only retired... Team. He basically only retired when the doctors told him, look, dude, your brain is a disaster. You're, you're fucking you're die. To die. <laughs> you need to quit you're, right now. Well, it's like I, want, I, like I I have some of his TNA stuff, and it's just like, I love it. 
but it's like the same time I'm like crying on the inside because I'm like, please, man, just. Yeah, he really fucked himself up in TNA. Like he Fuck. really like he, he turned up the violence meter. He went. It's like he. It's like he went all all, all of a sudden right back to ECW Cactus Jack. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> he was trying. He really wanted to put TNA in the map. He really wanted to be part of turning TNA into you know the number two company in 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 the, in the country in the world. And uh, you know, unfortunately, there were other issues going on there that prevented that. But he sure as hell tried his best to do it. He gave his body <coughs> time. He was a big reason why time. I watched him. Yeah. <clears throat> Mick Large Penis Foley. Mick well, actually, he has very small, actually, he has a very small penis if you read his books. Yeah. That's what he said. He's actually very open about the fact that he suffers from the curse of the Irish. Moving on. Um, no, we're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this one's a, a request from Jason. Uh, Kevin Sullivan went on a nice little rant about uh, Ring of Honor and Sinclair, Sinclair Broadcasting. <coughs> well, and how... Um, it's uh, they're uncool, you know, because how they set, how they run their weekly show and Sinclair like is kind of involved with how ROH like broadcasts its show. It, uh-huh. it was, it, he kind of was vague about it, but I mean, he made some good points, but at the same time, he also was just kind of rambling because yeah, he's kind of that's kind of what he does. Yeah, <coughs> I mean, ROH's weekly show is boring as shit. I mean, it's that's been their problem for the longest time. Is that uh. It's just number one they pre-tape it, yeah. So that takes any real drama out of it. If you you know, because that fan base usually stays on the internet most of the time, you know what's gonna happen. But secondly, it's just you know I don't think that Ring of Honor's I don't know this they that that style of wrestling is just so built on just what happens in the ring that I I feel like it's only really built for like major shows where guys can just go out there and have like fifty minute you know five match you know five star matches. But that's not really going to work on a weekly television show. No. You know? And that's kind of how NXT is, too, in a way. You know? True. And that's why NXT's weekly show isn't really that great a lot of times. It's, because it's, <coughs> their style is it's more built towards major events where they can the guys can have these classic matches as opposed to weekly one-hour shows you know, where it's just really made to just get you know introduced into new characters and kind of slowly build up storylines to the next TakeOver event. Yeah, because I've watched most of ROH's weeklies lately, and it's... When the Bucks are on the show, it's great. Yeah. It's always great. When the Bullet Club's involved, the show is honestly entertaining mm-hmm. as a whole. Yeah. Um, but when they're not, it's, yeah, it definitely is just kind of, like, I don't know. It's just there. So, Jay Lethal's the uh, ROH champion again. There's that. Uh, I was going to go into that next. Um, right. That, as Darth Vader's calling Jason. Um, Literally is calling Jason. He wants his money. Sorry, guys. We're, we're going to wait for Jason. Oh, no, I was listening. I know. All right, Jason. Jay Lethal. Oh, always champion. I, I love Jay Lethal. Like, I, I mean, I liked him when he was champion the first time, but uh, kind of just confused by it, I guess. Why is that, Sir Jason? Yeah, go, 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 uh, go some detail now. Well... Why isn't Castle just going to drop it to Cody? Because they're probably going to have Lethal drop it to Cody. And I don't understand. They're not going to have Lethal go on a long reign right now. I know they're not. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, I really don't know. I mean, it kind of puts some, I guess, some more uh, some more drama, adds more drama to the Omega-Cody match, sort of. But at the same time, not really. It seems like it's just a weird time. Yeah. yeah. Weird timing. And especially, I love Jay Lethal. Especially right after the the you know the triple threat match of you know best of the world, which you know was really good. I watched it, um, and Castle you know beat Cody and Scroll, and it was it was great. And yeah, there was dildos involved in everything. Everything, big big floppy ones. Big veiny motherfuckers. Big veiny colossal penises. Some ass to ass, you know. Went ass to ass in the middle. Actually, is a rest. There was a wrestling organization in Japan that. Literally had blonde sexual stuff happening. Like, no, go on, go on, serious, go online. This, this was a thing. I forget the name of it, but it was some kind of weird promotion. It was intergender wrestling, and basically, if the girls lost, they had to be punished somehow sexually. Oh yeah, you might have seen this, Jason. Yeah, like, of where a guy literally has a chick bent over the ring apron and he's finger blasting her and she just squirts <laughs> all over the crowd. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Japan does some weird shit. Dude. It's fucking. Like, yeah, weird. yeah. I remember this. You know, Japan's. You know, after the after <laughs> after the USA, Japan probably has the biggest and widest wrestling 
business in all the world. Oh, easily. So, you know, and all, pornography. Yeah, and pornography. Hell so, yeah. All you ever hear about oh, are like, man, you know. Points, porn yeah. section's crazy. You know, all you ever hear about is like NJPW and AGPW and stuff like that. But, you know, there's all kinds of weird kind of niche wrestling promotions there too like there are here. You know? Yep. And that's, uh, that's one of them. So that exists, guys. Look it up. Finger blasting the movie. Finger blasting <laughs> the movie. Let's uh, talk about Sammy Callahan and Pentagon Junior. Oh, uh, that's gonna be great. It's some good stuff. It is some great heel work by Sammy, as always. He's been doing really good he work stole lately. Pentagon's mask the other night, and they that did was good. A, they did a good job of you know keeping his face hidden still. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I like, like all Sammy's. the exposure that Pentagon's going, Pentagon's giving. I mean, last I knew, he was the Lucha Underground champion too. So he's, you know, he's getting a fair amount of exposure. Yeah. And um, I'll yeah. definitely be watching that mask versus hair match. Oh yeah, Sun Anniversary's card so far is going to be pretty good. Speaking of Lucha Underground, <clears throat> does anyone watch any of the new season yet? Or I have not. I'm still only on season like three. I'm yeah. waiting for three to drop on Netflix, but it hasn't yet. I'm yeah. About to hit so. up that, that season two of Glow. 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 Yeah. Glow. Glow. That's my glow. shit. You get Glow while you watch Glow. Sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> that would be in the spirit of the, of the era, right? <laughs> oh, that. Uh, Coke, too, yeah. Yes, both. That's cocaine, too, yeah. I thought we were talking about blowjobs. I was talking about blowjobs. I was talking about cocaine. <laughs> I mean, both are great. Just write it down, guys. David was the one not talking about something <laughs> sexual. Yes. It's right. a first. That happens. It's, like, it's, happen it's like an eclipse. Just, <laughs> depends what it is. Yeah. <laughs> depends on the subject matter. If you have some cocaine and sexual stuff, I'm always going to go with the cocaine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this episode might have to be called I'm, I'm always going to go with the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh German suplex deal there. Yeah, that was. But I love it so. I love it whenever <laughs> wrestlers like fall like that, yeah. where they're literally like on their on the their balls in their neck and like their ass and ball and, like stick his up in the air like they're presenting themselves. <laughs> yeah, they're getting you know? ready to get inserted. It's like in what world does that kind of <laughs> physiology work where you're going to end up just sitting like that, you know, on your neck <laughs> like that for more than, you know, ten seconds. Yeah. Displayed angels. <laughs> You're getting filleted. It's just brutal. Oh, Christ. Yeah. So, 4th of July's coming up, guys. I don't, give a yeah, I don't know if you guys can tell. We we are, like, all kind of meh today. Well, well this week fucking a- was shit, let's be honest. I mean, I watched... I'm trying to remember Raw and SmackDown. Like, I watched them, and I don't fucking remember them. It was like you didn't miss really anything. But being that the 4th of July is coming up, I thought it'd be nice to remember one of my favorite pay-per-views that I feel that WWE has to bring back, the great American Big Cock Bash. I don't want them to. They fucked it up every time they did. They did, but this different time now, though, guys. Triple H is there now. Dude, right uh, this true. time. God damn. Yeah. He respects the history of the NWA and all that. Yeah. You know, I if you think it'd be great. If, there, there was talk, like, last year, I felt like... Um, Oh, them bringing back... You know, they probably brought back Starcade for that one-night house show yeah. deal. There was talk of them bringing back more WCW-themed events. Just Why for... not just get rid of Extreme Rules? Yeah, and put insert Great American Bash. Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought Great American Bash, Fall Brawl was great. Halloween Havoc was always fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care about Bash at the Beach. You already have SummerSlam. Never. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't care about Bash at the Beach. But, like, you know, obviously you're not going to Road Wild ever again. No. Because WCW infamously never turned a profit on that event outside of pay-per-view buys. Yeah. Because they didn't do a gate. Yeah, you guys. Well, you just let a bunch of bikers. Yeah, in. Yeah. a bunch of bikers in. Yeah, that, that was basically what it is. It was, that was that was I, I actually uh, that that. I love that event. I thought super it was really cool. self-serving of Eric Bischoff. Yeah, you know that was just. I a, thought it was a really cool event and a really cool idea. It just yeah. once you find out the whole financial side of it, it's like it probably wasn't that great of idea no. because they just didn't make a. I mean, not really outside of pay-per-view buy rates, they didn't make a dollar off of it. No. They actually lost money off of it. That's good business. That's great business. That's good. Oh, dude, in late oh, t- this week, I was reading on Twitter, fucking Uncle Dave and uh, Eric Bischoff were fucking going at it. Going at it. It was pretty funny. Yeah, Bischoff uh, loves to tear apart uh, Dave Meltzer on 83 weeks. Because Dave used to go after him back in the day. Like, Dave was like, back in the early 90s when, you know, 
the day, you know the internet was still kind of its infancy, you know its in, infancy, infancy and you know kind of the smart community I guess as a whole was in its infancy. Meltzer kind of targeted WCW. Like I don't know what it was, but it felt like as soon as I mean he he always went after them. Like at least in the early days, like he kind of respected it because he had flair and he had great wrestling. But the second Bischoff took it over, like they became just the like the bullseye for Meltzer. Well, in all fairness, I mean, look how Bischoff treated Flair. Yeah. I mean, look look at some of the shit. Yeah, Bischoff brought them their winning streak, and Bischoff did this and this, but as soon as Bischoff put himself in the NWO, and he even admitted this himself, that it caused problems. Yeah, well, and, yeah, and it, did, it was unneeded, really. And that was just... The mo- that's the version we know of it caused problems. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, that's, yeah, it, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. But yeah, Meltzer, I know Bishop is always hating Meltzer. I mean, it's just kind of one of those things. Kind of funny. And, you know, to be fair, you know, back in the day when WSW was putting on crazy shows every night from like 97 to 98 ish, and they had these spectacular matches with like, you know, Rami Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero and whatnot, yeah. I don't think. Dave ever gave a match in WCW television more than four stars, maybe. Maybe 3.5 stars at the most. Like, even if it was, like, some classic epic match, like, I felt like he always kind of headed out for WCW. Ah. Yeah, see, I didn't start following Meltzer until probably, at, like, WCW, into WCW. It was about the time I, you know, and I never really went back and looked at a lot of his older stuff. I just started following. He was part of the reason I, st- I got, I fell, yeah. I fell into ROH in the first yeah, place. Yeah, well, and, dude, Meltzer gave birth yeah. to Smarkdom. ECW wouldn't have survived a year without him. Yeah. He was one that brought attention. I mean, no one else was. I, uh, I'd never heard of Meltzer before we started this podcast. <laughs> You're full of shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I am. David talked about him, so. Yeah, Meltzer, yeah, of course he did. Meltzer has, the, he, his name is Big Dick Dave for a reason. Uncle, Big Dick Uncle Dave. Look, there are pictures of him online. See, Let's... Big Dick Uncle Dave sounds a little too... A little pedophile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either Uncle Dave or Big Dick Dave. Let's leave the uncle and dick uh, apart. Uncle Big Dick Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there actually is a picture online, I don't know if you've seen this, of... Uh, of a close-up of Dave Meltzer wearing some really tight-fitting white pants. And it's, <laughs> I, I have not seen this. And <laughs> they call him Dick Dave for a reason. This uh, guy's packing the meat. <laughs> packing the meat. Packing the meat. The ladies I've seen him with are pretty, pretty, uh, you know, pretty tasty-looking. Speaking stuff. of that, um, Big E, uh, what was that video that did, was it? You that somebody that was shared? Jason, of, fear of that. Big uh, E eating <laughs> fucking jelly donuts and sing, like what the shit? I watched probably ten seconds of it. And went all right. I get this. I get what's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> I've seen enough. <laughs> yeah, Big e, uh, it was not as entertaining as Daniel Cormier singing fucking, fucking all about the cake and chicken. Oh that yeah, was fantastic. Uh, that was pretty good. Chicken. Chicken, chicken was great. Biggie. I love my Oh, Biggie. Uh, supposed to be getting a big singles push here soon. But by big, you mean like they're going to try it for about a good two months and they can get over it. I was going to say, then they'll give it, get over it real quick. That's how it goes with all black wrestlers in the WWE. Pretty much. They start off with a nice little strong push for them. They get, they get bored. Oh, where's with Apollo Crews at? Well, he's just yeah. I know Titus O'Neil is under the ring. Yeah, he's still, <laughs> he's still under there. He's still under there, too. You know, I mean, going all the way back to fucking, like, Junkyard Dog, I feel like. I feel like that was the, the biggest star they ever had was a black guy. Well, Booker T. Booker T, yeah. But, yeah, Booker T. But then again with Book, though, he, was a, a lot he, he was in a homegrown talent, though. No. He wasn't... He already had a following. Yeah. They turned him into a bit of a clown there with the uh, 7-Eleven and grocery store matches. Yeah, he definitely had to pay his dues before they gave him any kind of serious, you know, push in that company. Say, the, King, wrong, the King Booker thing those came were rather late. Oh, yeah, they were fun. They were, it was a lot of fun to see Booker go to get yeah. a Slurpee and get attacked by Gold Dust. And Booker and, and, Booker and jo- uh, Austin, you mean? Austin. No, they they did the grocery store. Yes. There was a Booker and Gold Dust in a 7-Eleven uh, where he's getting a Slurpee. I think I... I was after Booker turned heel, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think I kind of remember he goes, oh, get me a Slurpee or something like that. It's... I think that was during that dark period, like right after Benoit died and the whole company started going to shit really fast. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. So look that up. So I was actually watching this old footage of Gene Snitsky doing the whole foot finish gimmick with um, Oh god. With uh, Maria, which I'm not gonna lie, I kinda got a boner off of. I'm well Maria's fucking sexy. 
Maria yeah. was pretty hot, dude. She still yeah. is hot, dude. She still is hot. Like Mike Canellis, good job, man. <coughs> Boners. You put a baby inside that. So, he yeah. did. He really put a child inside of Maria. That's it's impressive. That's to be, that's to be. Um, that means you got that. You get. She's in your life forever, man. Yeah, I think good I really will want to give credit to the guy who put a baby inside of Trish Stratus. This is true. That's. I mean, I have spent. I, I have like. I spent so many hours masturbating <laughs> over the years. I was gonna say. I just Lita for me. Both, but Trish Lita, was uh, excessive. I feel like Lita would never have a kid just because her fucking uterus is probably falling out by this point. Yeah. The amount of dick she's taking. I was going to say, all the dick she's taken over the years. I mean, she's the, she's the Michael Jordan of taking dick. Yeah. As far as the wrestling community She goes. just is the. Win, has won multiple championships. Dips in dick. What's up? Oh. A small child walked into the room as we're talking about. The whole time you were talking about. The whole about time. It. The whole time. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Um. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Ultimo uh, Dragon wrestled a uh, rare indie appearance ooh. in the U.S. against Joey Janella, and I posted that ooh. on our Twitter and our Facebook group. So, oh, nice. you know, yeah. little incentive to go check that out. Ultimo Dragon is. I can't vouch for the match. I didn't watch ooh. it. I just posted it and wanted to talk about it. This so, if it only... sucks, it's David's fault. Yes, well, Ultimo Dragon, nothing that man can do can ever suck. Well, I watched... That's what I was thinking, so I went, oh, Ultimo's wrestling? I'm down. Because I'm going to watch that match before bed tonight. But... I watched uh, the Golden Lovers versus uh, Takamori, or Tama... Oh, fuck, I always fuck his name up. Tamagotchi. Yeah. He was a little Dude, mechanical thing. Hirohito? Yeah, Hirohito. And... Uh, Naito, and it was really fucking good. It was really good for, you know, just being at the gaming convention or whatever. It was, it was good. Did you catch a match this week, David? Um, nothing current. Nothing current. No. Right, well, give I... us something from history that you like. What did I watch this past week? I think I watched an old, uh, David Fapps match. I'm not sure I know that. <laughs> that was kind of, I was like, oh no. I watched a couple of Vader matches. Those were old. Yeah, I watched an old Vader. I watched that old scene of Vader beating the shit out of Gorilla Monsoon that one time. <laughs> I watched. Uh, I showed him. I showed Christopher, uh, my son, uh, him against Cactus at uh, Halloween Havoc '93, Texas Death yeah, Match. Yeah, Vader doing anything was pretty much fun back in the day. Yeah. Like, cause Cactus took a fucking moonsault, and it was just Christopher was like, "Is he dead?" Yeah, that's kind of what I thought the first time I saw Vader do a moonsault as a kid too. I was like, "Did he just kill him?" <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. I mean, kind of what just happened. He took that risk every time he took a moonsault from Vader. I think that's why like, that's manslaughter. I think that's why they didn't let him do it in the WWF because it was just too dangerous. It's I like, mean, dude, you're just too fucking big. It's like, look, you're going to kill somebody. You will. You will literally kill somebody. And it's going to be probably Shawn Michaels. Probably. And that's why Shawn got him buried. Because Shawn uh, yeah. didn't like working with him. Because Shawn liked to bury people. Especially back then, dude. Shawn was dead. Well, and I also watched the whole United Kingdom tournament. That was really good. It was better than fucking Raw and SmackDown, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I mean, well, yeah, Team Hell No. I mean, I guess. It's just... Well, and even Brian... I'm I think done with Kane. Just Brian and Rob... Well, today, yeah. Brian even, he, supposedly, Brian made some comment about how, about, just basically how shitty the WWE's booking of him has been for the past 10 years, and about how, you know, what gives you any hope that it's going to get any better now. And that's basically kind of, like, the truth, isn't it? Yeah. It's not going to get any better. It's okay? not. It really isn't. It really it's isn't. It's like, why is he, why, I just don't, I just wish he would go back to to NJPW or, or not back to NJPW but to ROH or well NJPW or Honor of Honor or whatever but it's, it's not going to get any better working the main rosters of, of WWE at this point he's pretty much that's he's just going to be doing stupid shit like teaming up with Kane again and it's just not going to go anywhere because they just he's not in their long term plans even if he's approved to wrestle they're not going to give him any kind of title reign they're not going to put him in any kind of serious program that's going to, mm-hmm. you know, be, they might, I mean, if he, if he could hold out until WrestleMania, they might give him a pretty big match, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, they might stick him against Finn Balor or something or like something that. something like that, yeah. yeah but, I might. mean, they're not going to give him a title reign ever again. That's never going to fucking happen. Yeah, I, I didn't expect him to be, I just wanted him to be at least challenged for it, but, you know, because I just want to see him and AJ for the belt, but. Yeah, I think that could, I think that's probably the biggest thing you will get. But he's not going to win. 
Yeah. He's, there's no way he's gonna. They're gonna give him a title reign ever again. It's. I think you're you're right on that one, and it sucks. And that's why I really think he needs to go. He needs to leave. He doesn't need to leave because him, not, if him yeah. and Ziggler leave, like Jesus Christ, that would that would help ROH a lot. Because they it could would help some of the congestion in WWE a bit as yeah. well. It would work. For, I feel it would like help there's us. just too much talent right now, and that's. Well, somebody's fan is always left pissed off because somebody is fucking sitting around not really well, doing anything or thing, being misused. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is that the company right now is screaming for a third brand that's taken at the same level of respect by the company. But as, Vince won't let Vince won't let NXT fucking obvious like goddamn thing. Well, look. like NXT, like would be perfect. Supposedly NXT's moving to Fox now. Yeah, yeah they're putting it, it on like a TV, so it's like, why is so, NXT getting treated like? See, but that's what I'm thinking, though. And now they're actually gonna have a serious TV deal that's outside of the network. That means they're actually responsible to people for this show now. That they might actually consider making NXT into a serious third brand. That would be a. I mean, that would be amazing. I think it already needs to be. It's. I mean, Adam Cole's already garnering respect for the North American title, and it's 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 a great mid card title. They've got the tag titles that have been established. Like you can go watch back and watch any of the NXT tag team title matches, and they're all good. Like I just watched uh, Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era, and that was fantastic. Yeah. It was really good. Big Cat uh, Mountain. So. They've got great belts, and the, and every takeover they have is usually really good. Yes, some are better than others, but I can't think of a single bad takeover. No, they're, they're all, all takeovers have been amazing. It's just uh, and they've been on a streak lately, especially with Gargano and Ciampa. Like, this feels like God. whenever they really got NXT going on all cylinders, they have this massive call up of talent, and it just it starts the entire thing over. You know, and that's why I'm, I wish that you know by moving NXT to Fox and actually give it you know some legitimacy where you know guys can start getting paid like on the main roster and guys can start you know being kept down there because it's like so we can stop referring to it as down there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly because I mean it's I mean I, I don't know if it's gonna say I'm just gonna stay one hour to move to two hours now that's gonna be on Fox. Like I'm okay with a two hour NXT show like that's cause especially if you combine it with two hundred five live. Yeah. Um, or even if they don't, whatever. I think that'd be a great move if you did now. It would make the most sense. I, I just, I think it would, it would, it would fit that flush the show out really. Yeah, I think really it would fit well. the. And you know, I think the gold and purple go, go would go well together, frankly. Yeah. Um. So, and if they if they really insist on keeping the purple scheme going for for fucking cruiserweights, but you know, Raw and like. I, I just there's something about Raw and SmackDown that I was it was in San Diego like I didn't we didn't even I didn't even bother going like no I know interesting going like it just didn't care I know interesting spending the the fans were like cheering Roman partially and like booing him too and it was just like I'm just like yeah this is I had no intention of going to a three hour Raw nowadays and that's more like a four or five hour event you're permitted to spend your entire night there. Yeah, yeah. And I said no intention of doing that shit with Raw. Yeah, and it, 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 it's there's no incentive to do it. To be honest, yeah, and SmackDown, really there is because there's enough people on that show that I'm willing to go sit there, especially because yeah. two of five lives there. Yeah. It gets recorded, so I'm willing to go to the SmackDown. But Raw, no, like, no, I'm not gonna. And I'm, I'm I want to look into go up to Bar Wrestling, and I want to go in, I want to go to some PWG shows. Those are like my next two big things. But, can you make a buck ass new wrestling? It just, well, you've already seen Roderick Strong, so yep. you're on the yeah. right path. You're on the right path of least penis. Oh, God, I love seeing Kenny Omega come out with that belt, too. It just gives me a heart on And nothing else. Uh, I'm Ugh. okay with that. Yeah, Ugh. Ugh. Dongsville. Dongsville. By the way, the uh, I don't think we mentioned it when it happened last week. The Eli Drake rumors of WWE signings are dead. Yeah, he signed with Impact. Impact. Yeah. Not that it's really news or anything, but I figured we've talked about it on like three different episodes, so we might as well... I yes, yeah. I don't think Follow about Follow up. Yeah, I don't really think about Eli Drake. I think he's great in the mic, in ring. I think he's he needs some work. Needs some work. Um, Which is why they put him with Scott Steiner. Yeah, and then broke it up as quick as they possibly, possibly could. could. Because Scott Steiner moves like old people fuck. <laughs> Scott Steiner visibly either just had or needs a hip replacement. Scott Steiner is now athletic. He's as athletic as uh, Betty White is moist. <laughs> God, you know what? I kind of feel like going out on that. <laughs> I mean, it, he's like if you tried to fuck peanut butter. 
I mean... It's it, like if you tried to fuck, like, <laughs> you know, Betty White. It would just be dry and... David, have you been jerking off to Betty White? No, I can't get into old lady porn. <laughs> no, I, I tried, trust me. I tried, I tried everything <laughs> once, right? But no, I couldn't do that. Yeah, no. I mean, I, mean I just I, I just have to say just how fucking irritating. I'm just happy you tried. I, I, I get fap to China's porn, no problem. But yeah, I have, but that's multiple times. I, mean, I couldn't I couldn't fap to Sonny's porn though because nah. she's just she's just so like her vagina is just so plowed out. Plowed. As you can tell, she wasn't even into it. She couldn't feel anything. It's like, oh yes, yes, right there, yes, fuck me, yes, yes, <laughs> yes right there. And it's like, dude, I've never seen uh. such. Like, dude, how many dicks have you taken? Like, <laughs> so many. I mean, all. the answer is all of all, literally all, all of the above, all. <laughs> literally every penis, all of the above, literally every penis in wrestling history from about 1989 to about 19, no, probably 2002. She, she probably has a photo album of oh. all the dicks she's taken inside of her. You know, we can only hope. I mean, I, I mean, really, you have to think her vagina might have fallen out. Actually, I saw the weirdest thing yesterday. This porn star, uh, her butthole fell out. Oh god, that's that's just terrible. You know, and I when, was, you're, when you're getting plowed out a lot, I mean, I just popped it back in. That's that's not. And good. it's like, oh my god, how do you continue living your this, life? That living life. this life, when your butthole just fell out on camera. Ugh, that's just terrible. I'm glad you know my my virgin butthole is still the way it is. I mean, We're it's like my life. it's like my god, my fucking god, it's fucking <laughs> awful. I, just I, mean, don't, I don't think I could ever jerk off to I'm that either. I'm not sure they have to have yet, really. Yeah, you know she doesn't just take it in the fuck. Is that like a career-ending injury? <laughs> that might be why she, oh, she had a neck injury, but I'm sure she took yeah. it in the butt so many times. Dude, she butthole. doesn't say she probably, I don't mean Lita. I mean the girl's butthole fell out. Is that a career injury? <laughs> she's still working for a while, but that's still my I was going to say, there's, some, there's somebody they'll hire. She's been compared to the Sabu of porn. Actually, <laughs> that doesn't porn. sound like fun porn. No. That no, doesn't. Really okay, doesn't. no. The new jack of porn doesn't sound like fun That porn. sounds like the word. That's like... That's like 8mm. If you ever seen that Nick Cage movie type shit, it's just... It's not pretty. You don't want to watch it. Nah, I mean, there's new jack of porn. You're gone. It's <laughs> awful. People go to jail for that. People go to jail for that's that. That's snuff. <laughs> that's the kind of shit you get in, like, in like Serbia. Yeah. You know? Where people die while making it. Yeah. It snuck into the gulag. Oh, the goo. The goo. I just... I really just gotta say, like, I, I'm happy Rusev is uh, facing AJ Styles. I, yeah. I want to see this. I'm happy. I just I, hope it gets... I don't know what's going on with Jeff Hardy right now. Um, I've heard multiple things. Those promos are fucking weird. Drugs. Like, they're just... <laughs> He's using big words just to use big words. That's that's Jeff Hardy. <laughs> it's, it's it's like, buddy, we... Uh, you gotta understand, this guy has done so many just hallucinogenic drugs just so for the sake of doing it on just a Tuesday night, you know, that, you know, his mind just works on different levels. Well, I thought point. he was gonna, like, piggyback and go back into, like, the Brother Nero type persona, but that's not what he's doing, and I'm like... Um, well, you know, my theory is that I think that deep down Vince still thinks that Jeff Hardy could be a top guy, and that's why they broke him up. You know, Matt, this is about what he's going to do in WWE, okay? It's taking right now Bray Wyatt. This is about the most we can expect from him, because the bottom yeah. line is that Vince will never, ever, ever truly appreciate Matt Hardy like he does Jeff. No. And that's just the sad truth about it. Jeff can, mm. you know, get he can get fired eight times for fucking doing getting DUIs and whatnot. But he'll every time he comes back, he'll always get a chance to be a top guy again because he has the look and he has this charisma. Well, and I think also you know part of it is you know it's it's the same it's it's the Mick Foley syndrome uh, in the sense of Jeff's. I'm not saying Matt hasn't put his body on the line, but Jeff really fucking put yeah. his body no, through Jeff, some shit. No, Jeff's the guy that made that. I think Matt always had the better mind for the business, but Jeff always had, you know, he was the guy that kind of made them, you know. I mean, because you go back and watch their Dudley's, their Dudley's Rumble match from them to that tables match. Dude, just the shit he's do. Yeah, yeah. You go watch the Edge and Christian fucking cage match. It's Jeff fucking doing the whisper in the wind off the top of the goddamn cage. Yeah. Jeff it, was something it's else. just, yeah. And then he goes and does all that crazy shit in TNA. Yeah, and then he, then he comes out drunk off his ass and probably slushing on something else. 
I was really impressed that all that was in the uh, the Woken thing on yeah, the network. That was a really good documentary. That was really fucking good. I like, enjoyed it. Rebby Hardy liked my post. I sent her a, a tweet and she liked it. Rebby like, Hardy used to be really fucking hot. Dude, yeah. I'd still fuck her. I, yeah. Yeah, I would too. I mean, I'm sure Matt has that on deep, deep hurting mode. Just like, yeah. you know. I mean, her vagina is probably perfectly synced up to the size of his penis. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's he's not talking about me, guys. It's formed. Yeah, not Matt, yeah, not Matt Harney. She uh, <laughs> she I think Matt Matt, I think you should really like you should go the way of the, the Hardy Boys circa late nineties. You know, grow your hair out, start dying it dark purple, start wearing see through shirts, you know. Just sleeves. Just just sleeves, you know, some some weird pants that with your with your with your, with your uh underwear showing. The whole deal, dude. R- run Kind of weird. Well, kind of weird, yeah. You know, to do just uh, just do like, like hand, uh, handguns. Do, do an ungodly amount of hallucinogenic drugs. No, that's you know. Just, I did that in my early twenties. I, I did all that. Not already. the meth. Not that. You know, Jeff Hardy. We're li- talking about a guy who literally quit the WWF while he's in the middle of a huge push yeah. after he just wrestled the Undertaker in a ladder match in Raw to basically go do drugs and fucking make horrible music while also sculpting tinfoil statues. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about Enzo Amore for a second. No, that guy can go shoot himself. Oh, I hope he fucking dies. I hope he literally dies. You know, I think there's no God when, you know, Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero are dead, and that but Enzo Amore is alive. alive. Yeah. But Enzo Amore and Vince Russo are alive. Where the yeah. fuck is God? I, 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 okay. def- I definitely love, like, how much Cody Rhodes his shit on Vince Russo, every chance Vince Russo has said something about him. I would pay to see Vince Russo against Eric Bischoff in any type of competition, preferably a fight. If we could get this set up <laughs> at E. Bischoff, we're I, I got, I'll be honest. I would pay a few hundred dollars to see that. I, am, I just want. I to would. S- I'll obviously, Cornette just finally get to kill Russo, and he wants oh, to. Oh man, Cornette Death- in the match. Oh, I know. When you talked a, about it on like, uh, fucking. Uh, oh yeah, dude, uh, one you, of his podcasts. Yeah, did you listen his, to it? Yeah, his yeah his friend yeah. was saying like he's like, dude, imagine how many of your followers would pay to see you in a cage match against fucking Vince Russo. He's like, that would sell out a fucking ten thousand. Like, dude, Cornette would literally. You I could think, sell out a ten thousand seat arena if you put fucking Cornette in a cage with Vince Russo. I think you'd see a murder though. I think you probably see fucking would. But god damn it, it'd be good TV. Be great. Be great, <laughs> I mean... Just put a few steel chairs in there, a little bit of barbed wire, you know, maybe some tacks. Some tacks, yeah. I maybe think Russo deserves anything he gets at this point. Tables, maybe even, you know, just just let a, a few guitars just for good measure, because, you know, it's Cornette. Yeah. I mean, maybe a tennis racket. Tennis racket. I was going to say, does Cornette really need anything but a tennis racket? Let's be honest. No. no but, but it was fine. But also, did Cornette ever... Did he shit. actually hit anybody with that tennis oh, yeah. racket? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, I've never watched a lot of Cornette stuff. He just... I've heard him yell. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, well, that's what I know of Jim He pretty Cornette. much stopped managing by, no, by 96. I was going to say... That's before I was watching. Most stuff of him I've seen is when I've gone on the network and looked at him with the Midnight Express, which has always been great. I loved him with Camp Cornette back. That's how I first started wrestling. That's actually what got me partially into the WWF was the Camp Cornette feud with Shawn Michaels and oh, yeah. that whole group. And, uh, you know, Forgot about that. Cornette was great, but, yeah, by 97, he pretty much had stopped managing. So, yeah, if you're, like, mad, he didn't start watching until, like, late 90s, completely missed his career. Yeah. So... I, yeah, all I know of him really is he's a very angry little man. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. He hates Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. Like, He pretty much hates you if you don't adhere to his vision of old-school 1980s NWA-style wrestling as yep. it was. You know, he has some points. You know, he has to make some really good points. Yeah, I, I'm not saying he, he hasn't made good points, because that's what I was saying like to Matt, that you know, I, it's funny how much I love and hate that man. Yeah. I mean, I think he, you know, I think he's off base with things like Kenny Omega. And the Bucks. But, and yeah. the Bucks, but at the same time, you know, it's like, I could see where a guy who comes from the world of kayfabe and wanted to protect the business would hate them. Because some of the shit they do is not something you would do in a real fight, you know? No. You know, like, like, and that's that's the world he comes from. Back when he was coming up in wrestling, that was the idea, that wrestling was supposed to be considered a true sport. And he wanted to protect kayfabe. It's not that anymore, which is why. Yeah, the kayfabe's been dead for so fucking long. It's like yes, I kayfabe mean, is deader than fuck. No, kayfabe didn't die. It just moved to the rap game. The rap game. 
And okay. Rappers are kayfabing everybody now. Oh, God. That's so true, sad. huh? Yeah, that's I, I really think that's true. Well, I mean, and, you know, this, this today I just saw this, this idiot posted this long article on one of these, you know, second-tier wrestling sites about how wrestling fans have become toxic and how the product is and the problem is the fans. Yeah, it was something like, about the worst generation of wrestling well, dude, fans. Here's the here's the deal, dude, is that the WWE, they caused this shit, brought this on themselves when they killed kayfabe during the Attitude Era. Okay. Yep. When they brought down the the the, you know, the, curtain, the curtain between between the fans and what happened backstage and brought attention to that, you created this mess that built up to the point now where with the in, internet where we can find out what's going on without them even telling us that we know all the bullshit you do, before you know, is what's happening. We know everything you do, and no, we're not just going to accept it just because you know we're not going to be good little fans just because this is what you're giving us. It's not 1985 anymore. I'm sorry. It's never going to go back to that. Yeah, and especially when there's just, especially at this time right now, like Cody Rhodes said it, couldn't have said it better. There's just, it's not a better time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. Because there's it's just there's something literally for everyone. I yeah. mean, and I'm only watching Raw and SmackDown to bitch about it on here, frankly. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't waste my fucking time with it. It's just it's not. Hard to watch. That, it's hard to watch. I just with everything, I'm getting ready to move and whatnot. I'm like. Wrestling is just not. I mean, excuse me, not. I watched Impact today, but W Raw and SmackDown. I'm just like, I'll fucking, I'll read what happened. It, it, like I don't not, have time during the week. It's it's not good TV, and it, it's it's sad because. Well, here's the thing with Raw is that I've watched. You know, the last couple weeks I've watched some of it, and the deal is that you know it's not awful. Seth Rollins is there doing great shit. But the problem is that you know that everything in the end is just built. Number one, your Brock Lesnar, the, the Universal Champion, isn't even fucking there. Yep. And secondly, you know that at the end of the day, everything they do is just built towards getting Roman Reigns over. And that's why there's always a big pile of shit at the end of the rainbow. Is that no matter how good Seth Rollins can make a show or how decent an angle is, you know, they've, they've had a Bailey heel turn this past week. Yeah. You know? And, 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 and Bobby Lashley, like, stumbled through his promo. And it just. And Reigns probably... I'll give Reigns credit. This week's promo probably was one of his better ones. But still, that doesn't, like, mean much. Because it's like you're up against Bobby Lashley, first off. And secondly, um, I, I just... You have to do more than one good promo in a row for me to be, give you a little more credit. It, I feel like they're putting Roman intentionally up against guys they know, like, by comparison, like... Like, for example, like everyone hates Jinder Mahal worse than Roman Reigns. I think most people would agree that Roman Reigns is probably a better wrestler, better on the mic, probably more deserving of a spot than Jinder Mahal. By Mahal. Okay. bottom of the trunk area. Yeah, so let's put Roman up against Jinder to see how that works, you know? Then let's do Roman and Bobby Lashley. You know, Bobby Lashley can talk for shit. He never has been able to. He's not. He's nope. terrible on the mic. Roman Reigns, by comparison, is probably a lot better than Bobby Lashley on the mic. So let's put them in a situation where Roman can show just how more charismatic he is than Bobby Lashley. They're putting Roman up against the worst possible situations as far as the other guy he's going up against to make him look better by comparison. And they need to stop saying he main evented WrestleMania. Like, Jesus Christ, his match was like fourth from the main event. All right, I know it was a highlight thing because it was the celebrity bullshit. It was Donald Trump with it, Trump it with, with Trump and fucking Umaga and Stone Cold. But all right, we, we got it. I don't even want to know what you you're know, talking Vin, about. Just you know, Vince's just... hair never grew back from that completely. Yeah, Vince's hair never grew his, back. His from hair never been that full again. Yeah. yeah, it was Vince McMahon picked a wrestler and okay, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Donald yeah. Trump picked a wrestler. I said, don't tell me though, and then you, you, I wanted to remind you because I, I have to. Fu- yes, because time, I have to fucking remember this shit. So you have to. That was probably my least favorite time I had. Like I recently, because honestly, I recently when it was WrestleMania season, I went back and watched a bunch of WrestleManias, and I went back and watched 23, and I'm like. Why do I not like this event? I'm like, why is it just like I have this dirty taste in my mouth right now when I'm watching it? Because I watched the first couple of matches. I'm like, okay, you know, MVP Benoit, it was decent. It was good, yeah. Yeah. Um, the la- the fucking Money in the Bank was good. Right, yeah. Um, even though I didn't want Kennedy to win. Uh, oh, God. You know. Remember when he had a career? I know, right? Um, there, You know, it, it wasn't that bad. And then all of a sudden that match fucking comes on. And I'm like, what the I'm like, oh, that's that's right. I'm like, this is on here. That's my problem. 
And yeah. then the pay per view ends with Shawn Michaels tapping out to Cena. I'm like, okay, that's that's fucking. That was a match where I was like, fuck this shit. And I was that like, that was the match where Shawn notoriously ripped John Cena a new one after the match because he worked John Cena's leg the entire match, only for John to completely no sell the leg work during his comeback. Yeah. <laughs> John's come a long way, guys. I yeah. Mean, you rip him a lot, but he really has come a long way. Yeah, oh, was. absolutely. Because, you know, I, I mean, I was giving him credit for the Kevin Owens matches and the AJ Styles matches he's with having. And even his Rusev matches, even though he's fucking burying them at the time, they were good. But still, it's just... It's hard for me to really get behind Cena because, you know what, the, the few times I've, I've come back to WWE over the years when I, when I have taken breaks, like the Nexus time... Uh, as soon as uh, SummerSlam happened, I'm like, well, there goes that. and We're out the hole. Yep. And I wonder when they're going to get like a major angle like that and that'd be again. I don't know. know a good Because, you know, I got to give credit. Evolution was probably the last good time we had a heel stable that just fucked shit up. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And was effectively dominant across each division. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Flair and Batista didn't control the tag titles too long, but Orton held the Intercontinental title for the most part consistently. I wonder if the Undisputed Era could evolve into that. And that's kind of, th- I'm thinking, I'm, I'm wondering, because, you know, as far as I know, they're really big on them. Yeah, I and mean, and that's a stable that could keep growing. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could easily pump a few, two, two or three more people into it, and it wouldn't be too much, as long as they're... Still ROH type. Still ROH kind of guys, yeah. Yeah, as long as they're ROH, ROH, I mean, I say keep them ROH guys. Yeah. Fuck, you already have four ROH guys in there. Yeah. Three of them are fucking former champions in ROH. Like, just keep going that route. Yeah. Keep going that route. It's, I can't wait for Bobby Fish to be back. I'm really stoked. Bobby Fish route. All right, guys. Go ahead and call it a week. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't think of anything else because I'm drained. Yeah, I'm tired. My my hole hurts. Oh, I had to work in the cute. morning. Is a chick out there? Is cute? Yeah, she walked by. She's gone now. Oh, I I just need my fucking check to hear. I'm so fucking pissed. It's my goddamn birthday and broke. I'm sorry. It's fucking irritating me. I just fucking cunt. Mail mail my check late. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Bye. Yeah.